Raid will come and run a belt be wildin' like. Bus driver! Tap in! Is this your stop? Yay! Journey to the West. 50 cents. Please stand behind the yellow line. Stay clear of the doors. to the hyperfixation i am jake i use he and they pronouns and i am joined today by mage hi hi everyone i'm mage you cannot misgender me in a way that matters and i am so excited to be a host on this podcast today or a guest host i guess and then in the back seat with us looking over the shoulder is roma hello i'm roma i use the they and them pronouns and i Get to be in the backseat of the minivan once again. It's comfy back thin. there. You got the whole bench you can lay down on. It's great. Yeah. And then I can grab the back of both of your seats and just shake them. Yeah. <laughs> got your little like TV back there that folds down. Yeah. And I got snacks. Put my feet up on the center console. I'm just the worst. <laughs> <laughs> and since we have three passengers, we're going to be going into the HOV lane. So hold on for your lives. We're breaking the law. Hell yeah! <laughs> well, we, we are here today to talk about some common writer. Yes, and I'm very excited. Yeah, like uh, how how did you first, I guess, get into common writer? Um, so this is a little bit of a uh, lo- I would say long story, but like I'm gonna shorten it so like it's hopefully not that long. But um, I basically got into common writer. The way that I think a lot of people do, which is I got in through it through Power Rangers first. So as you guys may or may not know, Power Rangers is a live action series where, you know, some teenagers with attitude, although uh, recently it's been a lot of like 18 year olds with attitude, um, (laughs) get like some cool, awesome powers and they transform into like these superheroes wearing spandex where they beat up these bad guy rubber suit monsters and they get cool transforming robots and stuff like that. Well, uh, the fight footage, uh, the monsters and the uh, giant robots come from footage filmed in Japan for a series called Super Sentai. And so I found out about uh, Power Rangers when I was like 17 because it was like a YouTuber named Linkara does a thing called History of Power Rangers and he covered Power Rangers Samurai. And I was like, wait, Power Rangers didn't end with Mighty Morphin? it's still going oh it's still going like (laughs) oh absolutely unironically still going honestly kind of fucks uh power rangers just had their first lesbian so 
Oh, hell, hell yeah. 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 Uh, shout out to Izzy Garcia. So <laughs> that's but awesome. It's really awesome. Um, so you, you know how it be. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I found out about Power Rangers through that history of Power Rangers video and I started watching Dino Charge and then. With Dino Charge, I found out about Super Sentai, which uh, Dino Charge was based off of uh, Juden Sentai Kyoruja. So I was like, all right, I'll watch that. And so uh, I, I watched like 30 episodes. I really loved it. And then I just stopped watching it. And then they're like, hey, the newest season of Super Sentai, Dobutsu Sentai Juoja is about to start. You want to watch? And I'm like, hell yeah. And then they showed me a red blorbo and my life was ruined. Um, <laughs> but alongside uh, that season was a season was something called Common Rider Ghost. And there was a transformation sequence that got posted in gift sets of like this stupid little guy with like dyed tips having a little wrist mounted morpher and turning into like this green and white suit named Common Rider Necrom. And I'm like, oh I need to bully this man. I need this man <laughs> to know that he's lame. Spoilers, oh now my. one of my favorite characters of all time. So who is the true booby fool? Did did you did you eyeball this character and go, that's baby girl, I need to ruin their life right now? Because <laughs> that's beautiful. We didn't we didn't oh, have yeah, baby see- We didn't have Baby Girl back in like 2017, 2016, but yeah. The energy applies. The energy I, applied. I just looked up uh just looked up Necrom and I I love this Ben 10 looking dude. Oh my god, it's so cool. <laughs> it's it's a really good suit. It's I love, like, Common Rider suits are so cool. They are, like, like, part of my vulgarity, uh, Kingdom can cut this out if you need to, but they have a lot of pussy in it. Hey, hey, oh, hey, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Sorry, you can cut that Kingdom if you need to. The show is marked explicit, I think. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. You know what? we'll just find it we'll figure it out later we'll figure it out later. for now for now there's a ton of pussy and that's all that matters <laughs> that's all you need to know <laughs> <laughs> but yeah a lot of but yeah so I started watching Common Rider Ghost and I fell in love with the show I fell in love with the characters um and I decided it's like yeah let's talk about this on social media and it turns out that Ghost was everyone's least favorite season at the time I'm like no like to it's it's so bad that to this day some people will be like ghost is the worst like common writer season of all time and i'm like that's a lot but then you compare it to someone like me where i'm just like oh guys my least favorite season and people will be like you're fucking lying and i'm like i'm not the reason he's called general butcher is because he butchers his fucking scripts (laughs) (laughs) i hell yeah I have a lot of, but like, that's like the beauty of Common Rider is like, because like every year a new series starts and there's like all different writers and suits and aesthetics. It's like, if you don't like a season, just wait a year. Right. Yeah. True. And so, and like, and because of that, people can like have like so many different favorites. They can have just like the one show that they like. And, like, you're not really missing out on a lot. There's, like, a lot of crossovers and stuff. But, like, in my opinion, you can just, like, dive into one season and then be like, all right, I'm good. We're having fun. And then, you know, don't worry about it after that. Like, have your fun and leave. Absolutely. That makes sense. I uh, 
I I recently started. I watched like the first few episodes of uh, Common Rider Kuga, and oh, uh, yeah. that, that's that's the only Common Rider I've seen, except for when Saban tried to to do like the American version Mask in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, I saw a couple episodes of that as a kid. I do remember, but uh, for for the most part, Common Rider Kuga is is my entry into the series. Kug grab phone. Yes. Kuga, Kuga is probably one of the most beloved entries, which is weird because it was like, it was kind of a nostalgia thing. Like, they're like, all right, we're going to bring it back for one year. It's going to be nostalgic. We're going to get this uh, pretty boy named uh, Joe Odagiri to play him, and it'll be fine. And then, like, all the housewives were like, hold on, this Joe Odagiri is really, really fucking hot. And I'm loving the tension he has with this other guy in the show. So I'm going to watch this along with my kids. And suddenly the numbers are doing really well. And they're like, ah, fuck, we need to make more. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's that's one thing I had noticed is that uh, he and the he and the the cop character, they are uh, they are boyfriends. And you cannot convince me otherwise. I call it oh, slow burn speed run because like by episode two, it's like they're like leaning on each other. And it's like, I don't I don't care if it's a mistranslation. That worst mistake of my life line did things to my brain. Like, she did things <laughs> to my brain. Wait, wait. Is that, I think I've seen that clip. Where it's, like, in a sunset or something? Yeah, where they're, like, on the roof or something. Uh, I, I think I posted that a little while ago, actually. I, I yes! screen recorded it when I was watching it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was gay. I loved it. Um, but, like, that's, like, that's, like, the other reason that it's, like, really successful among housewives and stuff like that. Because it's, like, oh, heated drama between men. <laughs> <laughs> love to see it oh my god oh. that 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 common writer build like plot synopsis has done so many good things to so many things uh it has ruined my vocabulary because now i just call everything heated drama between men i mean we we definitely love some heated drama between men we absolutely mean vaguely, <laughs> i'm vaguely gesturing over at the yuri on ice season that i just binged <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I remember. I remember when Yuri on Ice was uh, filming. I was, or like, not filming, but like airing. And I was like, I don't know why everyone's so obsessed over this. It's just like every other like queer baby show. And then episode seven happened. I was like, oh, I'm the fool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. I get it now. Honking <laughs> mm-hmm. my big old cloud nose. I'm happy to be here. I'm putting on my own damn makeup. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. You mentioned before recording, and forgive me if you did already mention it, um, you were on a Common Writer podcast at some point? Yes, and the podcast is still out. Uh, it's called Writer Love. It is done by uh, Dan and Fize. Um, this was way back in like 2017, probably, but I was on an episode of the Writer Love podcast. Um, so I know it's a little early to plug, uh, but I love them. Please check it out. Um, and also, Blue, if you're listening to this episode, hello! Hello! <laughs> um, um, Boo is uh, the nickname I call Fies because she's my friend. Oh, hell yeah. Awesome. Hi, friend. We're friends now. We're getting soft tacos later. <laughs> We're getting soft tacos later. Um... I did. Did uh, Jakey? Did you have any other questions? Yeah, I I, I think you know. I, I recently was wanting to kind of get into Common Rider because uh, 
I know that I just saw, you know, a lot of stuff and uh, someone was telling me it's kind of like um, Super Sentai, but motorcycles and bugs. Um, I would say that's a bit of a reductive. Uh, yeah. Take. So the, the big thing is that Kamen Rider came before Super Sentai. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, so Kamen Rider just celebrated its 50th anniversary while Super Sentai celebrated its 45th. Okay, cool. Hey, oh. Yeah, so the whole idea of Common Rider is that it's um usually it's like only a handful of of people can become one, but recently they've been doing like huge amounts of riders like Oh god, how many do you guys have? I don't know. That was too many. But the idea <laughs> of Common Rider has always been that somebody um has uh, been given this power by uh, enemy technology. Like the very first common writer was created by Shocker, um, and he was like literally like transformed into like a cyborg, a Kaizo Ningen. He was transformed into like a cyborg to become like the ultimate weapon for Shocker. But because he was still human, um, he was able to have free will and has decided to fight for justice. And there's oh, always, very cool. There's always like an element of this power comes from the enemy in every single common writer, which like isn't something I noticed until it was pointed out to me. And like even like in like more recent like examples, like double isn't that recent, but it feels recent to me. Like common writer double, they use um these things called the Gaia memory. But um the enemies that they fight, the Dopants, also use Gaia memory to transform themselves. So it's like both sides are using the Gaia memory sticks, and but Common Rider Double is able to transform with them and fight against the evil. Oh, that is really cool. Yeah. Or like uh, Common Rider Ghost, like I mentioned, um, uses like these things called the icons, which are like little eye-shaped um, like orbs, because what else shape would an eye be? Um, and they have like different like. Um, icons of history in them so icon icon that i'm oh but hell yeah I absolutely but the icons come from uh the ganma empire who like like aren't just like evil but they literally kill the protagonist in the first episode oh yeah it's like it's like everyone's just like memes the hell out of the fact that it always opens with the main characters being like, my name is Tenkuji Takeru. I was killed on my 18th birthday. And I'm like, well, yeah, if I died the day I turned 18, I wouldn't shut up about it either. No, really? like the, that's a defining moment. That, that That's literally <laughs> the inciting incident of the show. Of course, I'm going to be like, I died on my 18th birthday and now I have 99 days to collect all of the icons so I can come back to life. That's oh, a good that premise. would be pressing on my mind at all times. Yeah, oh my was, god! If it's literally just like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> or like, um, what what other examples? I I'm like bouncing all around the timeline with this stuff. Like Common Rider O's, like the core metals that um Asia uses to transform, literally come from like the monsters of the show, like the like the main greed, like literally. They like the core metals are what they use to survive. Like if a core met, like if their main core metal breaks, then they'll die. <gasps> but, oh! But Eiji uses the core metals to transform. So like, you know, 
he can't have them break because he needs them to transform, but the greed are still alive as long as he has them. That's oh, that's stressful. wild. Yeah, and then, and literally, it was literally given, like, literally, the powers were given to him by another greed named Ankh, who then possesses an almost dead body and becomes hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh? Yeah, Ankh is an arm. Let me, let me pull up a photo of him. Common writer. So I'm going to show a picture of him, and then I'm going to be like, but he's actually the arm, so... Copy image. Okay. Yeah, so he's hot, but he's an arm. These are true. <laughs> <laughs> God, I love the, uh, the one thing, like just from this picture, I really love the costuming and like props that they use because that looks, that arm looks so cool. Like that, you know, whole glove thing that he's wearing. I love it. Yes, the pro, like, like it, it's kind of a joke that like uh common writer is kind of made on like a shoestring budget like like the, the effects are made out of a half-eaten mcchicken sometimes but like <laughs> like a half-eaten mcchicken and 25 cents left over but when they when they go off on like the monster like designs and like the costuming they go off on it like it is so good that's yeah i Every every time I like, even before I started like really looking into it, anytime somebody would post one, they've got such a a style that I'm like, oh, this is this is Common Rider. It's not one of the other like Sentai type shows. This is this is Common Rider, and it's great. This too is Common Rider. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so like like the suits, the monster designs, even like the wardrobe choices. Like even if like the protagonist is completely dripless, I can still tell that that's a common writer. <laughs> oh, amazing. I'm having a a geeky moment out here. Uh, I mean, I know that we we've, we've been talking a great deal about the prosthetics and the and the costuming, but the the specific image that you've sent into the chat, I'm just like geeking out right now. Um, I, I used to do effects uh, makeup and costuming and cosplay for years. And so I'm just staring at it like, oh, I'm, my whole brain's already pulling it apart like Benedict Cumberbatch and Sherlock. of like, oh, how did they do that? And how did they do this? It's so and sexy, right? That way? <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, I, I, I didn't. <laughs> no, it's completely fine. I'm really glad that you like find it really fascinating because it's like that's like something that I think a lot of people overlook when it comes to common writer. It's like, yeah, this is like, it's like, yeah, we make fun of how the effects are like shoestring budget, but like the co- like the reason is because they put all of it into the costuming. Oh yeah, uh, truly. We were talking in a previous episode uh, it's not out yet as of recording but uh by the time this episode releases it would have been out for a while but in the butch cassidy and sundance kid episode that movie was filmed in the what the 60s the late 60s ish i want to say i can't remember off the top of my head but um i think that made the movie better that there wasn't like a ton of special effects i think the most special effects they used was like quote unquote dynamite but it just felt more real. I mean, as much as Common Rider can feel real, but I feel like the less that they do special effects, it's almost kind of better. He's where... real to me, damn it. Huh? Oh, he's real it... to me, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like a lot, like I find that my favorite Common Rider series don't like rely super, super heavily on um, 
like a lot of like special effects and is more like utilizing whatever they have like well it's like i've seen that quarry 800 million times and i want to see it again (laughs) no i absolutely feel that i i really like um just anytime that they use you know like like practical effects and just shooting on location it almost it's always cooler it is always cooler and you can be like, oh, I, I've seen this uh, set like five seasons ago. And it's like, yeah, and that's like half the fun. It's like, you know what that set is. Yeah, you're like, oh, I've been here before. Hell yeah. I, I remember that place. Yeah, but like they're using it <laughs> in a completely home. different context <laughs> is the thing. That's the fun part. Oh, that's 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 just clever, too. Yeah, it's just like it's like we've been in this quarry before, but now it has a completely different context. This is fun. That's I'm, awesome. Or it's like, we've definitely been in, like, this cafe before. However, it's just fun to see it again. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me taking a, a, a another big gesture at, like, any Disney Channel TV show. It's like, oh, I know that high school staircase anywhere. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I know the shape of those cliffs anywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know the body of water from anywhere, and a man's about to get thrown in it. Ah, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, a common writer is the arguably the starting point for our uh, colorful, masked, and spandexed up superheroes. Am I correct? Or is um, the, there anything before common writer? Or there was definitely something before common writer. My best friend, Ultraman. Ultraman, ah. Ultraman, and like Subaraya Productions, like Common Rider is kind kind of like caused like a henching boom. So it kind of like it was kind of a revitalization of it. But like mm. there was like the Tokusatsu heroes of like Ultraman and like obviously like kaiju movies like Godzilla. Like, but you are correct in saying that it did cause like a spike in such heroes. Gotcha. Is is Common Rider still going on today? Uh yes. <laughs> so it has been for the past fifty years. So is this boy? Does this boy have Ash Ketchum syndrome, where he's been eighteen for fifty years? Or <laughs> I don't. I don't even think that Takeshi's Hago actor was eighteen when he started playing him. But um, oh my god. Uh no. So funny enough, Common Rider is like a fifty-year-old franchise, but like the first Common Rider only aired for I believe about four years. And then it kind of kept airing on and off in the Showa era. And then there was a period in like, and like, I believe like the eighties and nineties, definitely the nineties where it's just like, there was no like original Kamen Rider stuff. There was like Shin Kamen Rider, which is like a dark, gritty nineties reboot movie of the first Kamen Rider. No, Shin Kamen Rider is a new one, but like, you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it was like, oh, gross. Look at this. Ew, effect. Ew, gross. Edgy, scary. <laughs> um but then in obviously 2000 uh they're like okay we're gonna do like an actual like common writer reboot it's gonna be called common writer kuga and you know it, it we're just gonna be doing the one thing and then um the thing that they'd like to do with common writer is cast uh hot young men so like whatever like the hottest young man in like archetype in japan at the time is that's what they'll cast and people yeah. 
And the, the effect that this is called, casting, like, hot young men, so, like, the housewives will be like, ooh, I need to watch my common writer, is actually mm-hmm. called the Joe Odegiri effect. Oh, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, so, because they're all like, hold on, this Joe Odegiri's really hot. We sit down and watch. And then they do, and then the ratings go up, and they're like, oh, shit, we, we need to keep making more. So mm-hmm. then in 2001, they made Colorado Agito, and then the rest is history. So every year, it's every year, to answer your question, it's a new protagonist. Like, a new protagonist, a new story, a new suit, a new everything. Okay, so it's a little bit like, like Yu-Gi-Oh! in that sense. Yeah, a little bit like Yu-Gi-Oh! Okay. And then um, one, one question I kind of had about it is, like, is there any continuity between, like, the different series, or are they all kind of their own own thing it depends oh okay (laughs) so by and large every series is its own thing but there are like some movies that cross over with like each other oh but usually it's like oh these are different universes like when x8 and build had their crossover Built, built, combinator builds premises that japan is split up into three parts separated by like an impenetrable wall Oh. Um, but Kamen Rider X8 obviously took place in like modern-ish Japan. Um, the thing was that like they went to different universes, and then their universes crossed over. Okay, so each one is like its own universe, and then they do cross. Okay, cool. That, that's yeah. very fun. But if you go into something like Kamen Rider Decade or Kamen Rider Zio, then that is the premise of the show. It's like these Kamen Riders are different. Um, you know. Uh, universes. Go visit them. Take their powers. Oh, so like Zio is like it's this is the multiverse show. Yes, Zio and Decade. Um, I will say that I'm not the biggest fan of them. I love Sukasa Kadoya. I love my pink bitch. It's not magenta. It's pink. Skill issue. Um, but he is like the the show. Decade itself was kind of like had a lot of corporate meddling. Uh, going on with oh. it, and its series got cut short. So, like, it never, like, really reached the full potential that it could have. And also, I believe the movie, I believe Toei got sued when the movie came out, because they did false advertising for the movie. Oh, shit. What, and then what when it wasn't, like, the same, um, people literally sued them, and so now they have to be very honest with their trailers and stuff. Wait, oh wow! What was what were they being dishonest about? Pour the tea! Oh my goodness! Oh god! If, if I remember correctly, if I remember correctly, I believe it was like they said that Tsukasa was just going to straight up die. What? Or like, and there were like scenes in there that were filmed for the trailer that never was like in the movie. Uh... Oh damn! Yes, and then uh, Japanese government was like, "Hey, no." <laughs> skill issue you know, I didn't I saw, know that it could do that I saw something um, about that like with a movie over here recently um, this guy was suing because like in the trailer there was an actress he really liked so he went to go see it and then I guess in like the final movie her scene got cut or whatever and uh, so he was like trying to sue for false advertisement on that yeah that that mm. I was like, that's kind of the same, except you can't really get rid of the main writer, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a bit different, for sure. <laughs> yeah. 
I will say that I do like Decade a little bit better than Zio, only because Decade is just like Sukasa Kagoya is my little bitch, and I love him. He's so bitchy. He's so bitchy. <laughs> my brain immediately was like, "We love ourselves, little bitch boys." Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm looking at uh, Decade now. I really like the logo for it. Holy crap. Yeah, it it was the 10th anniversary of the Heisei era of Common Writers that started with Kuga in 2000. So, okay, cool. So it's literally like a decade of Common Writer, and they're celebrating it. Yeah. And also uh, for that season in particular, the theme song was done by Gat. Oh shit! Yeah, if, if if for for those at home who might not know who he is, he is a very popular singer in Japan. Also very horny, like. My God! Oh, oh, goodness. oh, oh, man! Yes, yeah, one hundred percent. Luckily, he's not horny here, and "Journey Through the Decade" is a very good song. It, it's just the problem is Gak is a very good singer, but it's just like, oh no, don't tweet that. <laughs> oh, oh, he's he's horny on Twitter. Oh, oh <laughs> it, it, not just Twitter; he's horny everywhere. Um. <laughs> I believe always uh, not like recently recently but like recently enough he like posted like th- this is not safe for work so kingdom if you need to cut this part you should um <laughs> there was there was a video that came out where like it was basically like guitar hero using his songs but the way that they were used was basically showing how to finger bang someone oh goodness <laughs> yeah <laughs> So that's the type of person Gak is. If you if you Google Gak Twitter and go to images, uh, there's there's lots of examples. There are a lot of examples of very not what safe for work. Be careful, kids. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's just having fun. <laughs> fun, but it's like he's a really good singer. That's the problem. That that is very true. Also, I think he's like. A voice actor sometimes too. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Um, I believe he was in uh the decade movie, actually. Oh wow. I don't remember who he was. My brain is small right now, but he was in the decade movie, if I remember correctly. That's very cool. Um yep. yeah, so here he played the alternate version of Joji Yuki. Yes. Yes, yeah, so the Common Rider theme song slap. I I'm not even apologize common writer music itself is so fucking good like even if the season is bad the theme song is usually gonna slap to the mood oh yeah i've absolutely like uh just gone and found like a youtube playlist of common writer themes and closing themes and they're so good like my and like the insert songs too slap my favorite insert song to the point where i have stolen it and put it to my own blurbo um is Rise Up Your Flag from Comrade Guy. So fucking good. So good. Shame about the show. So good. <laughs> Shame about the show. Was that, was that one of the bad ones? Oh, okay. Controversial opinion, but yes. Um, so basically, Comrade <laughs> Guy was written by Jen Orobuchi, who is the writer of Madoka Magica. However, he's not... He's not even been subtle about it. Madoka Majika is just like ripped off from Common Rider Ryuki. Oh, really? 
Yeah, like he he will openly say it's like, yeah, I was inspired by like Kamen Rider Yuki and the Rider War plot, and like, and you can tell that Gaim is very inspired by the Rider War plot. <laughs> He's but, like, <laughs> but it's also like if you've seen the end of Madoka Majika, you've seen the end of Kamen Rider Gaim. Like that, like I literally cannot explain it any better than that. Which sucks because like the music and the costuming and like. There's and the actors too are all so good, but my God, why did you have to give this to Jen Orobuchi, who hates Joy? <laughs> he really does. Like I, I really liked Madoka Magica, but I I get what you mean for sure. Yeah, you will love Kamen Rider Yuki. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess I've already seen it. <laughs> <laughs> no, watch Kamen Rider Yuki. This is. That, oh, yeah. That's where the Ryuki gay sex scene comes from. <laughs> or it's like... <laughs> so, back when Gio was airing, there was a special called Writer Time Yuki, which, like, I don't... Like, I, what? I, it was a thing. And, like, two characters who barely interacted, like, murdered someone, and then you, they cut to, like, them in, like, a bedroom shirtless getting into a bed together, and then, like, they kiss and then cut away. So everyone's called it the Ryuki gay sex scene. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, they definitely, they definitely, they definitely. Oh, that's. Something happened. You don't know what. You hope it was a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> but probably not. They were just cuddling. It's fine. <laughs> they're, just, they're just guys being dudes. <laughs> yeah. They were roommates. Oh and my they god, were they roommates. were roommates. <laughs> Godspeed. Godspeed, Toshiki Inoue. We all know it. The writer, the writer of that special was Toshiki Inoue. Who just... Okay, so I don't like his common writer stuff, but I respect him. <laughs> He's insane, and we love that for him. It's like... Amazing. How, it's like, how do I... How do I how do I describe Toshiki Inoue? He recently did a Super Sentai series called Avatar Sentai Dawn Brothers. Like, honestly, absolutely amazing season. I cannot distill Inoue's brand of insanity in his writing better than that. Like, he loves miscommunication. He loves uh, it. Ah, uh, I hate miscommunication. Comrade Rider 5 is like the season people point to where it's just like, oh, I love everything about this except for the plot. <laughs> All of this could have been avoided. Yeah. But it's like, but it's like, it's like you will hear people be like, yeah, Takumi Inui is like one of my favorite writers. I fucking hate the show. <laughs> that's, that's really good. My entire childhood was movies not being enjoyable because I'm just staring at the screen at like the ripe age of eight of like, well, if you just told each other, everything would be fine. <laughs> but then there wouldn't be a movie. Why doesn't anybody talk? Yeah, but like, and no, but like the other reason people find a no way particularly insane is because. He he insists on love triangles, but uh, he also insists on heated drama between men. Okay, oh. I, I can I can I can get behind that. Yeah, Don Brothers is the best version of this because the heated drama between men and the um, I know that's not a but like deal deal with it. Um, 
The heated dramas <laughs> between men and the love triangle are completely separate entities. Oh. So, like, okay. you can enjoy the heated drama between men and then see uh, the absolute insanity that arises when your girlfriend might be the same person as your teammate's wife, but you refuse to say that you are on the team, so you two are just talking to each other like you don't fucking know each other when you've been fighting alongside each other for the past, like, 30 episodes. And also, oh. also the Pink Ranger, the first male Pink Ranger in Dog Brothers, is uh, fucking insane. <laughs> Interesting. I Watch Dog Brothers, people. It's a lot. <laughs> Adding that to the list. I know I know we're on the Kamen Rider episode, but it's just like, I love Dog Brothers. It's so good. Stan Tangents. Kito Haruka. She's, I, she's the normalest girl ever. Hell yeah. No, I stand, tenge- tan- I stand tangents around here. Tangents. Uh, tangents. Yeah, no, go for it. I just uh, Googled the Dawn Brothers show just so I could, like, you know, save it for later. But, um... One of the first pictures here is that pink ranger is so <laughs> long. Yeah, his suit is CG only. <laughs> <laughs> that is the tallest boy. That's, Which that's is the funny because like, this actor is like the shortest in the cast, like only next to the girl. <laughs> Amazing. And then like uh, the little like Sonic the Hedgehog ass dog is the, sh- is the tallest actor. That's fantastic. Yeah, but but yeah, Super Sentai and Kamen Rider actually do go hand in hand since they're both air, they both air in the superhero time block. So it's like it's it used to be that Sentai aired first, then Kamen Rider. But around the time Build was airing, it would change to Kamen Rider first, then uh, Super Sentai. Hell yeah! There we go. And then after that, Pretty Gear. Which is just, hey girls, would you like to be magical and also have a lot of sentai tropes applied to you? You're our best, my best. (laughs) You said it's called Pretty Gear? Pretty Cure. C-U-R-E. Pretty Cure. Okay. Yeah, like you like you can see that like give it like a few years and then you can point and be like, oh, that was a common writer reference that they just put in there. (laughs) <laughs> right on okay like maho sky pretty cure like their like magic comes from like gems and in common writer wizard um he transforms using like a literally like a ring using like gems to like specifically channel his power cool yeah and um like in like uh delicious party pretty cure like the main characters constantly like quoting her grandmother Literally saying, like, Grandma once said this, and then in Kamen Rider Kabuto back in, like, 2006, that was something that, like, the main character did all the time, and he was a pretty good chef, so. <laughs> That's awesome, actually, yeah. yeah. So you can always kind of, like, trace back, like, a couple of references being like, hold on a second, I saw this in Kamen Rider. Hell yeah, that's cool. Or like how healing, or like healing good pretty care was very doctor themed, and one of the twists was very much in line with one of the twists in X Aid. Uh, but there, there is rumors that that season had to be a little rewritten because it started airing like right when lockdown started. Oh uh, yeah, I I do see here that like the air dates on it are twenty 2020 twenty to twenty one. So oof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. So I wonder if, like, part of that was like, ah, oh, let's pull from X-Aid. <laughs> but, 
But like, to be fair, I love X. X8 is very special to me because it's not good, but it's like top five season to me. I I know I've looked at that one a little bit. Isn't that like the uh, kind of video game themed one? A little it's, bit? It's, it's half like silly common writer video game themed and half medical drama for kids. <laughs> okay. That's that's a that's a fun uh, combo right there. I know that I really love the uh, the look of the writers in that one. Yeah, I I remember that people hated them when they came out because it was like so different. Well, they've all got the uh, the SD Gundam eyes. Yes, that like a lot of people are like, stop being mean to my little Gundam. Leave that little guy alone. <laughs> I I can definitely get that comparison, but uh, no, I love it for it actually. Have you seen the level one version of X-Aid? Uh, no, let me Google that real quick. I will send an image oh. into. Oh, that's precious. Yeah, that was the first thing we ever saw before we even saw the full suit. <laughs> oh, no, I can. I can definitely imagine uh, people saw that. And they're like, wait, this is our new guy. This is <laughs> Literally, Look it's like, the what the man? fuck is that? <laughs> Yeah, uh, 20, 20, 2017, when this was airing, was a very special time. Um, very, that was like when the Kamen Rider fandom was at its most unhinged. <laughs> okay. The AO3 tag for Kamen Rider X8 is insane. Like, you, you go in there and you see ships that you would have been, it's questionable, but like, it was such a special unique time i think one of my favorite parts of ao3 is just all the all the wild tags yeah you go in there and it's like oh this is what video games does to a society ah <laughs> video games have ruined us <laughs> oh my god x8 x8 also has a lot of memes attached to it because like Without spoiling too much, one of the plot points turns out to be that someone sent a child video game anthrax because they were too good at making OCs. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> wow. Wow. Why? That's so mean. Why? That's... I, I can't tell you why, but it's funnier if you watch. <laughs> Bet. Okay, so that's going on my list as well. Uh, what what other wild shit happened in X8? It's it's like X8 is also kind of like colored weirdly for me because I was in an abridged series for it. Um, oh really? Yes, I was in. Um, it was literally called Common Writer X8: The Abridged Series, and we and um. It was done by a guy in the fandom named Marco Satsu. And um, I, I hold a very special place of, with that in my heart because um, that it, through that recording, I met the man who would become my fiancé. Aww. Aww. I love him a lot. Oh, that's awesome. That's What a bean. He's my favorite. He, I... he just visited me a couple of months ago. Aww. Aww. That's so sweet. I, I love him. I miss him. Aww. That reminded me of the moment that I fell in love with my partner now of over two years. Uh, we were moving 
uh, we weren't living together at the time, but I was helping him and his roommates move. And we sat in the back of the moving truck and he was telling me about George Joestar from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And I guess that that was it. That's all I needed. <laughs> Kingdom's going to bust a blood vessel here and that, but. <laughs> Sometimes all you need is JoJo. Yeah. The great equalizer. <laughs> I don't I don't know what that means, actually. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I met him through I met him through the project, and because of that, I have very like rosy memories of it. But I also know that we very much like because it was an abridged series in the vein of like you know, uh, Yu Gi Oh abridged. Yeah, like the you goat. know, you know how yeah. it fucking be. Yeah, absolutely. It was just very very funny. Did you like? <laughs> to just be there and be yeah it is <laughs> yeah silly but little I, cups I voice the character Nico Saiba so I can't like when I watch X8 I'm like this she's so out of character when it's like I'm replacing it with the character I played her as <laughs> that's me that's me I was like that me it's it's like they literally like the the t- this is so embarrassing. The TV Trump's page of the abridged series had to point out the fact that I completely forgot what her actual role was. <laughs> I was just like, hell yeah, like, of course she does this. And it's like her modus operandi was doing this instead. And you implied that she does it. I'm like, oh, oh, I didn't understand that when I watched the TV show. <laughs> You can just be like, no, that that was the the script writers for the for the series. That it was like I, I, I was like I projected into Takahashi's brain, and was like, understand Nico Saiba or die, and he's still kicking. So he lived. I'm very, I'm very like again. X Eight is wild. X Eight is what? What if your doctor had gamer disease? What? <laughs> oh, I love that. What if the CEO of Bethesda was fucking insane? I thought he was. Like, Is he not? Like murderously insane. Oh. <laughs> I mean, whom's can say? He's got money. Who knows? Uh, what if you took a guy who was really famous in the '90s for having a very homoerotic, like, synthesizer synth pop group, and then made him like? A villain. Isn't <laughs> isn't that a Dead by Daylight character? <laughs> have you guys played Dead by Daylight? No. <laughs> I have not. There's a K-pop character. Uh, he's a killer. And that's his, his bit is that he's a K-pop star by day and a murderer at night. And the only person who knows he does this is his manager. And so that's a, a survivor option is that you could be his manager. So that was my 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 bit reference. That only I understood. And even then, I may have just poorly executed it, but that's my joke. I'm keeping it. I'll die by this. <laughs> it's my sword. I'll die by it. Absolutely. Yeah, but no, his actor, if I remember, Hiroyuki Takami, I think the actor's name is, played Masamune Don. Masamune Don. Let me show you. Let me show you this man, because he, you could tell he's a little bit like, Crinkly, he's like been 
Oh, yes, this is a terrible picture of him. I'm, I'm sending this one. I love terrible pictures. His chilling yet subdued smile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he is on the verge of losing it. He's, yeah. <laughs> I love it. But let me see. Oh, God, they, they deleted a lot of access stuff. Yeah, scandalous blue. This is like that. Like what we're they're really known for is um oh maybe through like Nico. <gasps> yes, I forgot Nico Nico exists. Nico Nico. Uh, Nico Nico Duga. Is that the Nico Nico kneecap guy? Uh, the video platform. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I've, have you guys never heard of Nico Nico Duga? No. Oh my I god! I have. I just kind of, I kind of forgot about it. Yeah, I was like, yeah, Nico Nico Duga. It's uh, the Japanese, like, basically, like, way back in, like, 2000, like, in the 2000s, that was, like, their answer to YouTube, and it's still kind of their answer to YouTube. Okay, cool. I I was still, like, thinking uh, the character Nico we were just talking about, so I was like, oh, is that, like, a... Oh, no, that isn't a reference, <laughs> but her... Gotcha. I, I did do Nico Nico Nee in her voice for a bit once, and everyone was like, that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i actually can i can i still do that can i still do that voice as if it's changed but like nika nika ni anata no haku ni nika nika ni ega wa kuzukeru saiba nika 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 ni te omoteru love nika hey yo hell yeah i was not ready <laughs> Oh, that was awesome. That was cool as fuck. It's right here. Common writer. Good. Very good. Um the the PV I just linked, uh nothing to do with common writer except for the fact that uh the guy who has the very weird smile is in it. That was something he did in the nineties. And that was part of the Axis trilogy, where basically uh it was very homoerotic, very iconic. Powerful homoeroticism. Oh. I very much enjoyed it. Oh, we love we love to hear it. Yeah, it's it's like the whole like the whole plot of the like three MV. So it's uh Drastic Mermaid, Scandalous Blue, and Tears Liberation. So it's like there are two dudes in this band. Um and like the main singer who's here, you can tell me, uh like he like keeps hallucinating like the idea of this mermaid, and then one day he's on the beach and this sexy mermaid guy is there. Um, it might be, it might be a girl, it might be a guy, but you know, sexy mermaid. Sexy mer. <laughs> there we go. And then Scandalous Blue is sexy, um, but, like, his, his like, other bandmate, I think his nickname is, like, Daichan, I could be wrong, though, it's been a little while since I've, like, really dove deep onto access. Um, like, he's, like, looking over, like, he's, like, suspicious, and, like, uh, Hiroyuki is, like, trying to be, like, very, like, you know, sneaky with this relationship with the mermaid. And then, like, at the end of the video, um, <laughs> uh, they understand this blue. It's, like, uh, Daichan shows Hiro, like, some photos, and it's like, oh, the mermaid doesn't exist. <laughs> You've been hallucinating <laughs> this relationship with no one. Aww. <laughs> but then at the end, then, like, Tears Liberation happens, and, like, it's very, like, drug trippy. But, like, the ending, it's like, oh, I was hallucinating the mermaid because I'm in love with my friend, Daichan. Me oh, with all my 2D, 2D anime men. <laughs> and this was in the 90s. It was like, hell yeah. 
That's fantastic. Yeah, so I access good. Look up their music. <laughs> We've got. I'm eight miles off of the original topic, but <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. We love we love tangents. We love tangents. Tangents. Yes, but common writer. <laughs> um, but actually, going talking about homoeroticism, I I mentioned this a couple of times earlier, but. The quote-unquote heated drama between men, the homoeroticism, is kind of a big factor for why a lot of people really like Common Rider. Like, a lot of housewives, especially. Because it's like, oh, like, these men are being dramatic, and they're grabbing each other. And they're, like, being passionate and yelling at each other and trying to sacrifice for each other. Like, a heart emoji. Oh my goodness. It's like... I'm glad that's something that can be felt all around the world. Uh, myself, as a middle schooler with my Naru Sasu pairings, and Japanese housewives in Japan with their common writer Japanese pairings. housewives with their senryu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like because the homoeroticism is something that's very like powerful, and a lot of the reason that uh, quite a few housewives will watch. Um, a lot of toku actors nowadays have actually gone into uh, doing BL, like live action BL, boys love. Oh. Love me some BL. Uh, some YouTubers uh, that I watch who like live in Japan will go to like the boy love cafes and like have their own little like gay panics because I mean they're the dudes are doing their job, but it's still just like oh my god, it's like oh my god, he's handsome man, he's handsome man. Uh, yeah but the um but like i think i think um the most um the one that kind of started this whole trend was um the secondary in common writer build whose name asako Asia, i want to say it if i'm incorrect i'm gonna cry oh no <laughs> yeah eiji akaso yeah, Eiji Akaso. And I believe... Cherry Magic. Yeah, so he was in Common Rider Build in 2017-18 as the secondary writer Ryuga Banjo. And then um, in 2020, um, the uh, BL Cherry Magic uh, released. And that started like this huge wave of like not only really popular BL like coming into like the live light, but a lot of them being one live action and two headed or like starring like tokusatsu actors. Oh, okay. Like uh, Zetai BL use, which is like the story about like the mob character in a world of BL trying to avoid getting into a boys love relationship himself. <laughs> okay. Um, that was fronted by the main writer, the guy who played the main writer in Common Rider Bill. And then there was another one called Old Fashioned Cupcake, which was fronted by um, the uh, third writer in Common Writer Build. So, you know, got the trifecta, baby. <laughs> that series is just full of it. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, they are homosexuals. We knew. <laughs> yeah, so it, it, it used to be kind of like they would do BL before Common Writer. Um, and it's like, it, it it wasn't as like high profile as it is now. It was kind of like something to be like, oh, haha, this is terrible. Like, 
you know how it was in the early 2000s. Yeah. But now it's like, oh, like they're popular. Like I popular is a bit of a strong word for some of these boys. Some of these boys are fucking like totally can't afford to bring them back popular. Oh wow. Yeah, but like they're like, oh, like this guy was in Tokusatsu and we're doing a live action adaptation of this show, so let's get this let's get this pretty boy in. Yeah, Very but cool. the, the, the actors who can't be afforded are people like uh, Sato Takeru, um, who played um, Ryutaro in Kamen Rider Deno, um, like the main writer uh, from Kamen Rider Forze, uh, Gakusano, from, who played the main writer in Kamen Rider Gaim, like uh, the guy who played the main guy in Kamen Rider Drive is also one of those. Like, if you guys saw Detective Pikachu, and you remember, mm-hmm. like, when, like, the main character was, like, watching, like, that Pokemon trainer video, and there was, like, that really handsome guy who, like, had, like, like the hat on that was kind of implied to be, like, a grown-up version of Red. Oh, yeah. Like, he, w- he was the main character in Kamen Rider Drive. He was, like, the main writer. Oh, wow. Hey, yo. Yeah, like... He- <laughs> That's awesome. It is awesome. It's like, yeah, that man's handsome. <laughs> He's got some hands. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like a, a reason a lot of people like going into Common Rider, like from what I can like tell just like an outsider looking in, is like sometimes it can lead to like a lot of like opportunities. But yeah, so, it sounds like it. That's awesome. But also sometimes like people just really like reprising their character. Like I mentioned Kamen Rider Decade a little while back, like um, the actor for that, like enjoys coming back as his character. Yeah, he's just like, no, this is fun. Yeah. So like, I, I love it's like, obviously, I love it when like Toku actors can be successful in other ventures. Like um, this is also talking about Sentai, but there is a girl who played the Yellow Ranger in Gokaiger named uh, I think her name is Mao Ichimichi when she's live action. But her voice acting name is Mao, M-A-O. And she voiced, like, Lulu Ko and Space Patrol Lulu Ko. She was, like, in the Idolmaster Cinderella Girls. It's, like, a really popular, like, character. Like, she's done, like, a ton of, like, voice acting work. But almost every single time when they're like, hey, we're doing a special. Can you come back and, like, reprise your role as Luca? She'll, like, do it. Oh, hell That's yeah. so cool. Meanwhile, I believe that, like, in the most recent, only the most recent Idolmaster concert, which she's been in the Idolmaster series since, like, Kumika from, like, the proud, from, like, uh, Cinderella Girl. Like, she hasn't been, like, she doesn't really show up to the live events. Meanwhile, they're like, hey, we need you to, uh, voice this, uh, character who's gonna be in uh Uchisa Taiki Ranger. You wanna do it? She'd be like, hell yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, she I love her. I love I love it when people are like, I don't hate common writer. Yeah. Or I don't like, hate <laughs> Like, no, that was fun. I love it. I wanna keep going back to it. Yeah, they're like uh, like obviously like because like Toku is kind of a little bit of a lower paying acting job but it's still like a lot of people watch it so and conditions have gotten better since like early like 2010s because there 
it, again, Super Sentai, but there was there is a Red Ranger actor who refuses to come back specifically because he was like, I was living off of water back then. Like, I was not getting paid enough. Oh, and his, yeah. And his story was able to, like, up the pay of a lot of Toku actors, from what I could tell. Definitely respect that, yeah. Yeah, but, like, it's it's so much... They, they make these shows for eight-year-olds in Japan, and I'm here as a 20-something-year-old. <laughs> and... <laughs> And I'm watching it, and it's like there's explosions. There's, there's yaoi. There's, <laughs> there's handsome men. There's banging theme songs. There's banging inserts. There's stories that make me cry. You killed a man on Christmas Day. Literally 8 a.m. on Christmas Day. What is wrong with you? Damn. Oh my god, that was really infamous. It was like Christmas Day. It was the Christmas special. And like, I won't say which show it is, so you just like get like beat over the head with it. But like, it aired on Christmas Day and it ends with someone just fucking dying. Bruh. Nobody's allowed to get hurt in the Christmas special. What the hell? (laughs) I I don't know. I I gesture vaguely at the Doctor Who specials. (laughs) literally <laughs> true okay but like but like this is like a show made for like eight-year-olds and it's like oh you just killed a man on screen on christmas day at 8 30 a.m in the morning mom what happened to that man literally it was like uh, there was like literally like an article that came out about like a kid who like just got like the weapon from the writer who died for, like, oh no christmas- oh. And literally, he grabbed it and said, I'm going to take him down myself. (gasps) No. (laughs) This kid was like, I don't give a shit. I'm going to kill this man. (laughs) Wow. It it was so much. It was so much. Because I remember seeing, like, the spoilers for that. And I'm like, there's no fucking way they did that. And they did. (laughs) They, They said... They said, you know what? Kids aren't allowed to be happy anymore. No. Not Die. allowed. Didn't happen. <laughs> She's not happening. She's not happy. It, it was so much. It was so fun. It was so much. It, wow, that's... But, yeah, Common Rider, fun. And honestly, the fact that so many people from all over the world love it, from, like, every single age, and not just, like, the target age is something that's really amazing to me. It's like, yeah, we love stories about injustices getting rectified. We love stories about taking power from the enemies that was either forced upon you or like you had to take. And we love turning it into justice for everyone. And we love overcoming, um, you know, hardships and like building up these relationships to fight everything that's being thrown at us. And very important about the original Shocker and the original Common Rider. We, uh, slight warning. Uh, we love punching Nazis in the face. Hell yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> all, at the end of the day, Common Rider is about killing fascists. This, Hell yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, especially in this day and age, as it, as it was back then. Uh, yep. Anti-fascist out here. Punch we, a Nazi in the face. And uh in fact the new um the new Shin Common Rider that's coming out, the Shin Common Rider movie. 
Um, I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're changing shocker slightly. So instead of being a Nazi organization, they're kind of supposed to be ripping off of happy science. Okay. Which is a cult. Um, legally they're not considered a cult, but, um, you know, they're a new wave religious group that's very right, white, right winged. Mm, okay. Um, their leader, uh, claims to be, like, Buddha and God reincarnated. Oh, and wow. he was from Atlantis. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, it's a lot. And also, Common Rider specifically has a tie to it, because in Forze, uh, the actress who played Yuki Jojima was born into the cult, and then after a few years ago, she left, like, normal acting altogether and is acting sp- like specifically now f- just for the cult. Oh, wow. Hey, yeah, so it's so it's like the minute that someone was like, this is probably happy science related, I was like, ooh, this is this is gonna be interesting. I I definitely want to check that out because that's, um, that's also being made by Hideko or um, the Evangelion guy? Yeah. Yeah, Shin Ultraman was also made by him, and he's like a huge like my and Shin big, Godzilla. Yeah, my big thing is like watch Tokusatsu, then watch anime, and you'll realize how much anime pulled from Tokusatsu. Hell yeah! Like it is, it is literally like you will gain an understanding of a few shows that you never really got before because it's like, oh, I've seen this in action, I know what they're riffing on. Awesome. Yeah, so it's like big. So it's just like you need you you will expand your brain cells. You will understand new things. You will see the heated drama between men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is also it's... why I watch One Piece. For these same reasons. <laughs> to expand your brain and see heated drama. Wow, I love it. Yeah, but the the beauty of Common Rider is that you can just pick a season with a suit that you like, and there's like a 90% chance it's going to be good. That's good to hear. Because that's that was one of my questions I was going to ask is, you know, like, what is the entryway into the Common Writer series? Because I know you've mentioned a lot of different names, but it's good to know that I could just literally, like, Google Common Writer suits and be like, that one, that one speaks to me. It's like, that one has sexual prowess. Let's start with that one. <laughs> that suit fucks. Let's go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, but um, uh, if you want my personal recommendations, yeah, my, I personally I started with Ghost, and I think that's a really good season. Um, some people will argue against them; those people are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, other really good starting points: Common Rider Forze is a really good starting point. Like the first like opening scene is like. Like, one of the early scenes is, like, very reminiscent of Mean Girls. Oh. Oh. Like, literally, yeah. literally, like, talking about the different cliques. And also, oh, wow. Also, Gentaro Kisaragi is my best friend in the whole world. And he's very powerful. And he's my best, bestest, best, best friend. He's my friend. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> um, love it. Kamen Rider O's is a really solid series, but I will warn you, just watch, just watch Kamen Rider O's. Don't watch any of the side material. 
And also, uh, slight spoilers, because this, this pisses me off. If you're mad about the ending of the O's 10th anniversary movie, that was, that was literally the decision made by the original writer of the show. That was a Kobayashi decision. Like, the ending of that, like, literally she said that what happened to Eiji would be, like, his, like, ultimate happiness. And, like, you can be mad about it. I am. But, like, that was not, like, the writer of the movie's fault. That was literally a Kobayashi thing. So if you want to say it's bad writing, it is. But let's call a spade a spade. Kobayashi is not that good of a writer. You're just blinded <laughs> by nostalgia. Anyways, Combinator Oz is actually a really good show. And it's, like, really good to just, like, meditate on, like, the nature of desire and stuff like that. Very cool. I will definitely check that one out, too. Um... Double double is really good. Um, I will put an asterisk next to that saying that um, I find that the final episode of it really cheapens the whole thing, but it's a really good show, even with the cheapen, cheapenness thing of the ending. Right on. Okay, that makes sense. Um, a lot of people will recommend Deno. I personally didn't find it good, but it's probably the most popular like Kamen Rider series outside of Kuga. Okay. Like, um, what else? I love Kamen Rider Kabuto. It's a lot. <laughs> I will... It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> she can be a lot. Tendo can be a lot. But I really enjoyed it. Um, Blade is good. Blade, Blade, asterisk. Blade isn't good for the first, like, 40 episodes. But those last few episodes, just it's like hit after hit after hit after hit after hit. And it's like, oh, like, this is why people cry when they see a bench. Oh. Okay. Like, they'll see a bench and they'll start crying. Like, literally, my biggest regret was that I had the money at the time. I, I did not support, like, this, like... Uh, cat cafe game where you could buy a bench and leave a note on it because I was going to leave a note that was like a Blade reference and I was so mad that I never did it. Aww. <laughs> um, wow. Holy shit. Um, build is really good. It's really good for like, especially if you love the heated drama, Build is really good. X8 is a lot, but I really like it. Um, but honestly, at the end of the day, like, even if I dislike a season, that might be your favorite. Like I said, I don't like Dime. A lot of people do. Um, I don't like Deno. A lot of people do. I love Ghost. A lot of people don't. So at the end of the day, like, you, you like, form your own opinion. Watch some common writers. Like, see what works. What doesn't. See, like, see if you like more of the aesthetics of one or if you like more of the plot of the other. Like, build, like... I think Common Rider is really good for like building your own opinions because it's like you see it and then you can decide what you like about it. And if you don't like it, there's like 700 other shows you can choose from. You don't have to stick with it. That's good. That's so nice to know. Absolutely. There's so many options. It's like a, being a kid in a candy common store. In a common <laughs> store. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, you know, there's millions of shows. Uh, I think geets is the one that's like currently on yes how do you feel about that one um i'm neutral on it right now (laughs) gotcha okay i I love ace he he's he he can be a little cunty i love ace but it's just not capturing me in the way that i kind of want it to oh i feel you yeah it's like it's like i wanted it to be something but it's just not going in that direction so it's like ah it's just, 
Ah, oh, okay. Skill issue. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's not it's not really the fault of the show. It, it's the fault of the show. But like, I, it's like, I understand what they want to do, but it's not what I wanted to see out of the show. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. And honestly, it's like that. That that can be like that's the other thing. It's like oh, there's a new one every year. There's a new one every year, and sometimes you'll go three or four years, and it's like oh, <laughs> can't all be hits. They, that's they, fine. They sure as hell can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like zero one was really fun because like we're in the Raywa era now, right? Okay. So that started with zero one, and that was fun. And then Saber was like fun, but it wasn't like you know great. But uh, like you know, I I I would still watch it, and I would still sing along at the theme song. She's fun. Um, and then Revice happened. Revice <laughs> had Revice had lesbians, and that's that's the good part. That's all we need. <laughs> that's all we need. So let's go lesbians. Yeah, but, like, it was, it was questionable. And then Geats is just, like, it's not capturing me the way I needed it to. So it's just, like, right now, I'm just, like, well, there's always next year. (laughs) Maybe next time. Yeah, and then, obviously, you can always go back and watch some older stuff. You can watch crossover movies if you want to. You can write your own fan fiction. You can leave your friends behind. Because <laughs> if they don't dance, they don't dance. They're... No, friends are fine. See. <laughs> yeah, it's just, so like, even if like the current season or the last like three seasons haven't been your thing, just go back, like see, and like, there's even like the Showa stuff. Like, go back and see if maybe the 70s had some crack cocaine that you liked. It was the 70s. Was the era for it for sure? <laughs> like, just see, just see, just see what sticks, what doesn't, and then on. And like, everyone's just like, "Oh, you need to like to diversify your media taste." This is the most diverse. There's a new thing every season. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, God, now I've just got like a whole list of different things I've written out that I need to go check out because they all just sound so amazing. And um, I guess as kind of feels like we're we're cooling down a little bit. Um, yeah. You know, is there any like closing thoughts you had or anything else that like you wanted to to address? Um. So I think my biggest closing thought is that I I've been like like playfully ranting about like some copywriter decisions that I didn't like and like some of the fandom stuff, but this whole franchise means the world to me. Like. If it wasn't for this franchise, I would have never met my fiance. I would have never met some of my best friends. I would have never found things that I I never knew that I liked. And I would have never found like a community that I never knew that I would like. So for me, like even if I like playfully like be like, ah, this sucks, it's like it will never fully suck to me because of the people that are in the fandom that I've met that have truly changed my life, like my dear fiance. Um, so I'm just very, I'm like, as much as I'll rag on it, I will always be thankful to Common Writer. 
If there is no God or Buddha, there is common writer. That is so that. badass to end on. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. The, 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 the common writer is truly the friends we made along the way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love a good friends we made along the way. Oh, yes. oh man. Well, um, Roma, do you have anything else that you wanted to? You know, uh, I I will admit my ignorance of my years, and you know, it's it's uh, a combination of just I didn't have like an easy entryway, you know, because I you know I'm, I'm I I've got blinders on. I'm human. I've got one piece on one side and uh, whatever other special interest I have on the other, and so um, Power Rangers never ended up on my radar as a kid. I thought it was cool. I just never like got into it into it. And so um, I didn't really have any relatives or friends that would like drag me down that hole with them. So I just kind of spent my whole life being like, ah, cool. It's it's a handful of colorful suits fighting monsters. And that's just kind of it. And I never really like gave another thought about it. And so it's been an honor and a pleasure to be formally educated on the history of, you know, uh, Sentai's and Kamen Rider and Power Rangers to really get an idea of how meaningful it all is and, like, the large amount of, like, fandoms and love and passion from the creators and the fans as a whole for this whole series, I guess, you in this whole department of media. Like, it's just absolutely incredible. And on, on top of that, like... It's got some of my favorite things in there. It's got hot boys, hot boys who like other hot boys, hot drama, anti-fascist stuff. I love it. <laughs> it's, it's all that you need. It's all I need. So All you need is <laughs> yowie and anti-fascism. <laughs> exactly. So thank you for, for bringing that to my, my noggin and in my life. And I hope uh, listeners at home uh, shared a similar sentiment as well, whether it's they, they already knew and it's just a really fun time to celebrate or for those who have never gotten into Common Writer before, and this is maybe their first exposure to it. Um, so thank you again. This has been awesome. <laughs> I'm really glad that I could introduce you to such a topic. Yeah, when me and Jakey yeah. had the list, we were like, that one! <laughs> that one! <laughs> <laughs> yep. You're just like, observed. <laughs> <laughs> Red. Um. <laughs> oh, worm? Worm? but uh yeah just thank you a lot for coming on and talking to us about this this was really fun uh thank you for giving me the opportunity to come on and talk about it um i love exposing people to things that i love especially when it feels like i can hold the hostage for two hours (laughs) here's everything i know uh just like uh what's his name butch cassidy you don't need to handcuff me officer i'm not going anywhere So true. <laughs> I I would like obviously um this is up to you guys, but I would love to you know come on again and maybe ramble about a different topic. Oh yeah, one of these days. Yeah, we we uh I believe before summer or sometime midsummer we'll start season four. So we'll, we'll midsummer get- midsummer. So yeah, <laughs> uh definitely we we'll, we would love to have you back season four. Definitely, yes. and then hopefully by then you'll see. A common writer. Oh yeah, I oh, commandeered a writer. 
<laughs> we, we've commandeered a writer. I'm not letting him go. <laughs> he is He's here. mine now. He is in my basement. Oh. He is having heated drama with men. <laughs> it's me. I'm the men. <laughs> it's me. Hi. I'm the men. It's me. Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, where can uh, where can people find you online, or is there anything else that you would like to like uh, any projects you'd like to plug? Um, you can find me a lot of places online, and none of them have the same URL. <laughs> there you go. Feel um, that. So, I have a Tumblr, um, madeshine dance.tumblr.com. That's M A G E S H I N E dash D A N C E dot tumblr.com. Um, right now, um. I am doing rankings of Just Dance 2023 maps. <laughs> I don't know how deep I will be by the time this uh, recording comes out, but by the time this recording comes out, I will definitely have ranked all of story mode. Hell so yeah. You, so, like, you guys can see me be have a Category 7 event <laughs> <laughs> uh, on yeah. there. Um, my uh, Twitter is washi underscore no underscore ojo. That is W-A-S-H-I underscore N-O underscore O-U-J-A. And I just post photos of my Blorbo from Final Fantasy XIV. Oh, as you should. Absolutely. Um, I am on TikTok. Uh, cute as a button 56. That is cute with a K. K-U-T-E-A-S-A-B-U-T-T-O-N five six. Uh, there, I'm just stupid. You know how it be. You know how it be. <laughs> um, I also have a YouTube channel. Again, K-U-T-E-A-S-A-B-U-T-T-O-N-5-6. Again, I haven't uploaded there in like three years. Asawi. You're valid. <laughs> um, and then beyond that, I am also part of a Project Sekai fan dub. Uh, I am voicing Luca Megorine in that project. And um, we've only really recorded intros right now, but we are currently in the process of recording, you know, everything else, obviously. Um, and we're going to be doing, like, basically, like, the whole main story. And it's going to be really fun. And so uh, that's Rainbow Palette Dubs, um, Project Sekai English Dubs. And that's going to be really fun. And that's all going to be on YouTube. That's really cool. Um, and beyond that, uh, I mentioned my fiance multiple times. Uh, if you guys have any interest in Digimon, check his stuff out. His stuff is uh, Karn EX on YouTube. Yeah. Um, okay. And then, like I said at the beginning, uh, please check out my friend's uh, Writer podcast, the Writer Love podcast. Um, the Writer Love podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Posted yeah. everywhere that podcast can be posted legally. <laughs> True. <laughs> right on, right on. Same. I love putting legally in front of things that are like obviously legal. <laughs> right. It's, it's, it's like, really fun. Post it everywhere legally that you can legally get them. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then beyond that, like my Tumblr, my Twitter, my TikTok, my YouTube, my fiance stuff, my friends stuff. Um, I believe that is everything. I believe I don't have anything else to plug. All right. 
Um, well, if anybody wants to, you know, find me or hear more from me, I am uh, on Twitter at Mr. Jakey Poo, and uh, I'm on the Redacted Media YouTube channel talking about the uh, the Dark Tower books. Hell yeah! Is it my turn? It's yeah. your turn. I do the thing. Oh, I get to do, you the, do the thing. thing. You can find yeah. me on the internet at. I appreciate your butt at the twitter.com. That is I A P P R E C I, the number eight, U R V U T T. And uh, I won't shut up there. Uh, I also won't shut up on. Holy shit, cat. What's your deal? I heard of that one. <laughs> My. Uh, t- <laughs> New Twitter clone. Uh, I'm, try- I'm, I'm struggling to explain what's happening. My cat Hexel had surgery recently, so he's got a big old donut on his head, and he just launched himself and almost knocked over my giant cup of water onto everything, and it scared the shit out of me. Um, oh, jeez! So that's where holy shit cat came from. Uh, you should not be jumping like that, Mister Stitches. Um, anywho, you can. <laughs> You can find me on uh, at that handle on Twitter and TikTok, but uh, if you want to find me on Tumblr, it is I appreciate your butt, but spelled completely correctly, all one word, lowercase, no dots or nothing. Um, and you can find this podcast as a whole at the Hyperfix Pod on TikTok, Twitter, and Tumblr. Um, and I think the link, yeah, all the links and all the things. They get plugged in post because we pre-recorded them, and that's fun. So that goes here. Thank you to Offuscate at O-F-U-S-K-A-T-E for the intro and outro music. You can find them on Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud. And also, thank you to the Moonshot Network. You can find them at twitch.tv forward slash Moonshot Network, twitter.com forward slash Moonshot Pods, or you can support them on Patreon and all the podcasts in the network at patreon.com forward slash Moonshot Network. Our patrons for this month who get a shout out on the podcast are Ver, Becky Scott Fairley, Ken, and Flo. Thank you so much for y'all's support and keep being awesome. Fuck, I love you guys. <laughs> and I think that's all the things. Be safe. Don't die. Drink water. Take your vitamins. And badoop. 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 This April, the Moonshot Podcast Network is doing something new, unparalleled, something nobody has done before. We're asking you for money. This month is the first ever Moonshot Patreon drive. Between April 1st and 30th, we're hoping to bring in 30 new and upgrading patrons to patreon.com slash moonshotnetwork. That's one per day. The money we make on Patreon is what helps our podcasters get things like new mics, show art, and music. It also helps us put on our bigger streaming events, advertise our shows, and think even bigger. If you know us, you know we like to think bigger. Join the Patreon in April and you'll get a bunch of drive-exclusive new podcasts, including actual plays, improv comedy, and a roundtable show with some of the hosts of our book talk shows like Three Little Words and Kahooligans. $5 Patreons get to join us for a game night on our Minecraft server on April 7th where we take down the Ender Dragon together. You hate that guy, so do we. Help us kill him. You'll also get access to all of our usual monthly output like Once Missed Wonders, early episodes of Champs in the Making, and more. So please join us or upgrade with us today on Patreon for $1, $3, or $5 at patreon.com slash 
Moonshot Network. Visit us on Patreon or at Moonshot Pods on Twitter for more details about the drive. Patreon.com slash Moonshot Network. 